Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realise that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF Podcast. Voices is the most stimulating gathering of fashion industry leaders on the planet, What makes Voices different is that we mix our industry with fascinating people from other sectors, from the worlds of economics, activism, health and wellness, medicine, film, philanthropy, technology, media, and so many more. Fashion doesn't live in a bubble, and nor should it. This is one of the sessions from our 2017 gathering. Earlier this year, I had the pleasure of meeting Halima Aden at the BOF 500 Gala Dinner in New York. She walked into the room and there was an instant sense of energy shift. She had this huge smile on her face, but she was also dressed completely differently from anyone else. Halima is the first model to wear a hijab on major fashion runways, and she was broken into the fashion scene by Kyrene Reutfeld, the former editor of French Vogue, who now has her own magazine, CR Fashion Book. So when it came time to explore the topic of modest fashion at Voices 2017, there were no two people I'd rather discuss it than Halima, who has first-hand experience with it, but also Karine, who has been one of the only editors to put modest fashion on literally on the cover of her magazine. So here's Karine Reutfeld and Halima Aden in conversation with our editor-at-large, Tim Blanks, at Voices 2017. I think between these two women, um, you have a wealth of experience that's 
it, it, it's, it, it's almost incredible, the, 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 the lives that these two people have lived and the way that they've come together over this, over this issue, which I think for a lot of people is still, is still a, a very unknown one. Um, so I would love you, Corrine, to tell us right off the bat, what is modest fashion? You know, I'm French, as I tell you. Modest is very different in French than in English. Modest is about the way of fitting. <laughs> it's not a way of clothing, except maybe Mr. Alaya was modest both sides. So modest for me is when you, you may be very sincere with yourself when you're wearing, when you feel you choose the best, you feel the more comfortable, and you not know, try to be someone else, you just try to be the person you are. It's my feeling about modesty, to be more but sincerity in a way. And so when you saw Halima for the first time, wh why did she register so strongly with you? you? You put her on the cover of your magazine. It's my, Evelyn with my production, so me this picture of Halima was making a, a competition of beauty, of fashion. Exactly. Miss Minnesota, exactly. USA. And she was, she was not the winner, no? No. Nope. queen. And she saw me that picture, and went, my God, she's so beautiful. My first instinct, I'm a very instinctive person, you know, and very spontaneous person. I just, she's so beautiful. I never see that style of beauty. I really want to do a, a story with her. Let's come into New York and make a story with Mario Sorrenti. I didn't know yet I will put her on my cover, you know. I never know in advance. But I was very intrigued by her beauty, and she was different than the other model. So, and I never have a, honestly, I never have a friend with a hijab like her. And it was a good way for me to meet her, but because when you meet people, you understand them, you're not frightened by them, and you think they're totally like you. That's it. Did you have any sense that it was a brave thing to do, to put Halima in her hijab on the cover of your magazine? As I tell you, I'm a fearless person. If I think too much, <laughs> you not do things. And because it's my own magazine, I don't have to ask someone above me, can I, or can I not, or cannot do. Oh, I cannot do that, and I'm sure if I were president, you say, don't do that, maybe it's risky, you can have problems. No. For me, she's beautiful. Oh, the cover disappeared. And she was fantastic on the cover. And it was, I have two discoveries, two discoveries this same issue. I have Alima on one side, and I have Paris Jackson on the other side. It was the first time that Paris was on the cover, too. So I think for a cover, it was quite a, a strong one. Well, I, th I think um, Halima's story, embodies so much of what, we've, what, of what we've already heard today. The fact that you were a Somalian refugee born, well, your family was Somalian refugees. You were born in Kenya. You um, immigrated to America. You were raised in Minnesota. You entered Miss Minnesota, uh, the first woman to ever enter that pageant in a hijab, probably the first woman in the United States to do that, right? Yeah, in the whole pageant. In the whole pageant. And the following year, there were six other girls. Seven. Seven. Seven other girls <laughs> wearing hijabs in this competition. I mean, this is a literal example of, of a, not, not, uh, not a taboo, but of a major shift in consciousness. So I'd love to know how that played out with you in your community, with your family. That was a big no-no in my family, my community. Um, in fact, I got a lot of pushback from the Muslim community because <clears throat> it was something new and it was something different. And I think change kind of scares people sometimes. And 
just like I wanted to participate because I never saw myself different than other Minnesotans. You know, I was raised there. I do identify as Somali American. So it was just a no-brainer for me to go and just try the pageant. You know, why shouldn't I be in that space? Why shouldn't I try? Um, especially when there's scholarships involved and, you know, just the opportunity to make new friends. But again, because there's never been a hijab-wearing woman or, you know, girl to compete, it made headlines. And that's what really propelled my modeling career because I took the first step and I did something different, you know? Not a lot of girls would think to go and do something because you don't... That was something that was used against me is, okay, you shouldn't do this pageant because you're the first and because there's never been anyone else that should tell you that it's a no-no. But this year, there's been seven girls wearing a hijab just in my home state. There's girls in, the, in London, all over like America who, who are now competing wearing hijabs, kaftans, clothing that they're comfortable with. And the community is behind them. So I think we need people to just go and be the first because you're opening the doors for the next wave of women. Now, your mother made huge sacrifices for your education over the years. And obviously, f for you to enter a beauty pageant wasn't necessarily the path she had envisaged for you. How did, she, how did you manage to persuade her to let you do this? I told her two days before the pageant. <laughs> but of course, she saw on the news and I had to come clean. Um, but... It, it's different, like how, my mom is like all about school and you know, like it, we were born in a refugee camp and we came here and you know, like education is just such an important thing, especially to refugee communities because why not? You know, you have the opportunity to be educated, go back home, potentially educate this next generation of young girls. So that was not something she, she wanted me to let go of, but I just spoke at Princeton, and I think that's important too, right? <laughs> so modern. <laughs> I mean, in terms of groundbreaking, um, uh, what has happened since then? What has happened, say, in the rest of the fashion world, which isn't just editorial, it's also shows and, and you know, the whole machine of fashion? I'm gonna give Kareen a lot of credit because she took a risk, you know, just, it, it's a risk, you know. I know even a year ago, I could never pick up a magazine and flip through the pages and see somebody wearing a hijab. You know, that was just something that was not possible. And to put me on the cover, not having, I've never even shot nothing. Like, I've never even been photographed before a CR fashion book. <laughs> So that was a major risk to take, but she did it anyway, and that's, you know, like that's what I'm hoping people will understand. Sometimes you just have to take risks, because now a lot of women are feeling represented. And let me tell you, like when you're not represented, the only times I saw somebody dressed like me, for the most part, was on CNN. And believe me, they weren't doing anything that I approve of. So that's, th that, that's not accurate. That doesn't depict the majority of Muslim women. That definitely does not share my story. And I think now more than ever, our voices need to be heard as Muslim women, because a lot of times we are talked about, but we aren't given the opportunity to speak for ourselves. Kareen, do you think it's, being a little more pragmatic, do you think it's also a way to 
access a new readership that we are told about the size of the market in the Middle East, that, that Vogue Arabia has launched. Um, there was a fuss with Gigi Hadid on the cover in a, in a hijab. But do you, do you, did you see it with your magazine as being a way to talk to a new readership? Or was it just the beauty of Halima's face? Honestly, for me, it, it was really the beauty of the face. But after I bring Halima on one way, you know, because when I like someone, I want her everywhere with me. So I bring in all the fashion show I was working on. And the first one you did was Kanye West, no? Mm -hmm. Kanye West. Yes, and you and make her to wear for hours because she doesn't yeah. know how to walk. I did with not high know. Heels and she has very small feet. Man, look at her today. She has high heels and doing very perfectly. So it was your first show ever, no, Alima? Yes. And after, I asked her to come to Milan. And I asked her to, to work for um, Max Mara, you know? Mm -hmm. And immediately, Mr. Maramotti, yes, great. I think it's fantastic. So maybe it's too. Me, I just think about the beauty to find a new girl that I think was extremely beautiful. But maybe in the mind, it's a, it's a, it's a new customers too for them. So it was very, in terms of business, I'm sure it was a good thing for them too. So they were open the gate. And I think you give, you receive. And I'm sure they have more and more customers wearing hijab went to wear Max Mara coat. They think it's perfect look. But Max Mara actually designed for you. No, didn't th no, they didn't no, they? no, no, no. No, no, she wears a normal coat. Normal coat. Nothing designed but for her. But I will say, um, in his mood board, he had the picture of the model and he put a hijab on her. And when we asked, he's like, I wanted you to walk the show and I wanted to see how it would match up. Yeah. And last season, was, you know, winter is much easier to dress because it's more long and stuff, right? And you a bit longer, I will say. And <laughs> yes, longer. But um, spring tends to be a little bit harder, and that's what I saw this past season. But Max Mara, that was the show, the only show that I walked in, and boy, did I feel special because he already knew, like, I was able to walk. And when I posted on Instagram, what really caught my attention was all the girls that were commenting and, you know, <clears throat> now that they're following, they, they want to keep up with all the shows that I'm in and all the, you know, all the campaigns that I'm doing. One girl specifically commented, thank you to Max Mara, because when he keeps your wardrobe requirements in mind, he keeps us in mind. And now this Muslim shopper will keep Max Mara in mind. And... I took a screenshot and I sent it to him. Publicity for Max Mara. Yeah, <laughs> but see, it's, it's just so good. It's good for the women. It's good for us. It, you know, it's just... And you know what was extraordinary, I think, for me? It's what, you know, when you don't know people, you don't understand them, so sometimes you can be a bit frightened. They're different than you, so you say, oh, maybe she's mm -hmm. different, I don't know. And finally, once you go in the cabin between the way Gigi, the way Bila, and all the other girls, so it was the first time, you know, and she came a bit shy with a big smile. They all jump on her, like the new, you know, the yeah. little, the new one coming, and they really protect her, and all talk to her, and after they come to me, and say, okay, when we're so happy, you, you bring Halima with us, because maybe we never, met her, maybe we never know her, and now we love her and we're so happy. Oh. And they said thank you to me to bring Halima. So it, it was very interesting in this world to bring Halima because they all see the girl come to her immediately, and she loved her. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off-limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So were you surprised by how welcoming the, the fashion world was? Uh, I mean, you, you knew nothing about fashion. No, they were like, Mario Sorrenti shooting you. <laughs> Google Mario Sorrenti. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the same day you said... But you remember, you were very happy because the day Paris yeah. came, yeah. and Gigi came, and I don't know who was us, we were Candace, so happy because, oh my yeah. gosh, I mean, love, yeah. you can imagine. I knew all you. the girls. I knew Gigi, Candace, Ashley Graham. And she came, you know. The photographers and designers. It, it's a bit the same when I started years ago now to, to do fat, to, to use what you say, curvy girls. In French, we say curvy girls for fashion. People say, why are you going to do that? It's too different. And funny, I say, no, they're beautiful like other women. Maybe the fashion clothes and not fit them, but for me, it's a beautiful woman. I find to make a way mm -hmm. to photograph them in fashion in my magazine. I did this for years and years ago. And look now, it's Ashley Graham. She was a more expensive model of today, you know? And Candice Shufin, I really push them from the beginning. Always love diversity. I love differences of beauty. I'm very open mind, always. Mm -hmm. 
you know. So, do you, but do you think this is a new wave of representation in fashion then? Totally. A necessary new wave. Totally. And I think the young girl, just before us, she gave me a big... Um, she, she's a great talker, and I asked before what she was wearing, but I said it was great that Jack and her, and I know it was Burberry. And I said, she's opened me eyes. Maybe it's someone I have to think, maybe to do something with her, because I think she's beautiful, and she has so much charisma. I love her. I would love to, I would be very happy to do something with her. You know, I'm very, I love people. I, I love people in general. I don't like the same sort of people. I'm open to older people, more big people, small people, big ears people, you know, all sorts of people. Is there is an attraction, you know? Even when I push Lara Stone, it's not so big, honestly. People say, oh, how can you work with her? She's so curvy. Oh, I can zip up the skirt, but she's so beautiful. She gives me something else than just not closing the zip. It's not a problem for me. When she's inside, it's more important what she's wearing. People are more important in fashion. So we all the designer, but to women is always more important for me. And then we're like someone, always with them more like actresses, that like models. Models are smart. But Even the beautiful, they can be smart. There is a reality. Um, there is a sort of, not, uh, well, an alternate reality. Uh, what kind of pushback did you get on this? What kind of pushback did you have? What kind of pushback did you get? When you feel less and you push what you want, it's not totally easy because you have very good response, but you have bad response too. And honestly, Anima is very good and very positive, like you have, and I have somewhat not so nice, you know? So I say, I don't care, I keep on. If you believe in what you're doing, you don't care about the other one. You know, you don't care about, you, okay, you have an Instagram like you, so a public image, people can say what they want. So they talk with no face, it's very, not very, I think it's not very brave of them to say bad thing, anonymous this way. I don't think, it's, I will never do that, because I think you have to be brave to talk to someone in front if you don't like it, but you have to support it, you know, it's okay. I think, I do what I feel, and I'm happy what I feel. I make a lot of errors, you know, because I'm spontaneous, so. Go through mistakes. And mistakes too, but it's okay, I'm still there. Alima, what does modest fashion mean for you and your friends? Like when you go to a mall, for example, in Minnesota, what, 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 what does modest fashion mean in that setting? Well, usually, like, I can't even walk into, like, a store and find everything all in, like, you know, because long skirts, you know, it depends. Like, I was so grateful for maxi skirts when they were <laughs> trending. <laughs> so I do, like, this big bin shopping during, like, the summer, spring, because I know winter, like, it's rough. Yeah, but it's, it's good. Like, I, I don't know. I just, like, I don't know. I don't know much about fashion, to be honest. I just pick... What do, you think that, do, what do you think people misunderstand about the idea? Yeah, modesty is not just for Muslim women. That's like the biggest like, misconception. In fact, I'm looking at you guys, and a lot of you are dressed very modestly. It's probably because it's cold outside. <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. We have no choice. We all have to <laughs> be covered. But it's just, it, it's a global thing, and it's nice to have both, both spectrums. Like, I, I like that there's choice, you know, women should have the freedom to go and get revealing stuff if that's what makes them feel beautiful and vice versa, if they want to be more covered up, they should also have that freedom. I think the most amazing thing you told me last night was that you and your girlfriend shop Victoria's Secret. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Mother. <laughs> Mm. 
We do. I mean, you can't judge a book by its cover. True. <laughs> I'm wearing all leather, too. I mean, like... <laughs> what do you see... <laughs> In the nicest possible way. Right. What do, what do you see going forward with this? I mean, we're talking about representation. Um, there was... Uh, the Business of Fashion did a story about Indian models the other day, and there was a bit of an uptake on, on the internet about the othering of people, that using people who are not of the, you know, of the, the culture of white privilege or whatever, others them, you know, sets them aside. Um, then I could imagine the same kind of comments being leveled at, at you with, with what you're doing with modest fashion, that it's a... It's a sort of a lip service being paid to diversity. Rather, I mean, we, we, we need to see about long-term commitments, but what do you imagine will happen now? I mean, w will you stay modeling, or will you go to Princeton, or, or do, you know, follow, your, follow your, any style that you want to follow? Well, I mean, that's the most interesting thing, right? Like, I started modeling la around this time, like, February, and a lot has happened, and, you know, I, I don't just want to be a model, and, like, you know, I also want to, being a refugee, first of all, thank you guys for all, like, the initiatives. As a former refugee, it's important for me to, like, give back, especially, because this is the thing about refugees a lot of times, right? It's this, they don't share the stories, they don't share a lot of the stuff, a lot of the things that do happen, and as kids, we had... We had food, we had um, I, UNHCR, all these amazing organizations, but what was missing, the kids weren't given hope. There was no one, a former refugee, to come back to the camps to tell the kids that one day you'll be out of this and your today is not, you know, like to dream beyond these borders because as children, every kid deserves to dream. And that's what I think I'm able to do now. You know, I was a refugee, and it's important for me now to, like, go back and share my story and tell them, like, I'm doing fashion now. That's so different than what I was, the environment that I grew up in, you know? Well, you, you, we were talking about Adwa Aboa last night with her Girls Talk initiative, yeah. and she's reached out to you to work, work together with her. Mm -hmm. It feels to me like there is a new network taking shape of very self-determined young women from mm. all walks of life. But I think the, the thing they have in common is that at, 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 a, at a point in the very recent past, they would have been excluded. And do you feel, do you feel from your perspective as, an, as the editor of a, a huge and influential magazine that, that, that there is this new generation of activist women coming up through fashion who will change the way everybody looks I think on my side, what they say, I always believe in it. They don't have to talk with me. I was one of the first ones to, as I tell you, to open my, my door. But yesterday, well, two days ago, I was working with Adwa, and she activist too, and she told me, and I think what she, she saying was very interesting, and this generation activist is very, I would say, 
It's very important because he can say things that maybe me I cannot see because I don't have suffering for what maybe they suffer, what they have to go through. And I think they're very, this new generation is very is smartest than our generation. And they will make a better world. Maybe it's stupid to say this way, but I'm sure it's going to make a better world, a better diversity world. And I don't like this word diversity because when you use this word diversity, it's made a difference. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. Now I think there's a new world. It's not diversity, it's... Inclusivity. I don't know, I prefer the diversity. She's like, no. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> diversity. I don't think it's, 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 yeah. it's not a nice world. Me always, you know, I don't like that people say, oh, now you're doing a fashion tour, you need uh, a black girl, an Asiatic girl, and a Caucasian girl, they say. Mm -hmm. I hate this, you know, because it means that you need just to be a third, a third, a third. Mm -hmm. I never think this way. I, it comes automatically to me, there is no... They're all beautiful, don't they? you don't have to tell me numbers or to follow a quota. I never think this way. So now people talk about this for me is very, okay, this I think this many years ago, I don't need to him for you. But when I listen from a girl from Adwa, it's different. I prefer to listen to this girl that to some people maybe from some business try to be nice and give new words in fashions. But don't you feel, I feel that talking to you, what really impresses me is that you are not scared of responsibility. You're not scared to take on the role of the, the, you know, the, the rule breaker, the, the woman who is going to knock down the doors. And that feels to me, that strength feels to me like something really inspiring and new. And she's very strong. How old are you, Alima? 20. 20, okay. Come on, she's here 20. <laughs> One year ago, she cannot wear on these shoes. And when I started modeling, I was in flip-flops. <laughs> And uh, she came from a community, it was not easy for, it's easier for me, I think it was more difficult for her to be in the cover of my magazine. It was more risky regarding her family, maybe, or what mm -hmm. your mother think about it, that for me to have some bad text on my Instagram. I think she's much more brave than me to be able to cross this path and to go in fashion and to accept to do a fashion show, to be on the cover. Of course, we respect everything you tell me we have to respect. You know, I learn a lot with you mm -hmm. to go on a one way. She never did before. And regarding, uh, I don't know, your education, your family, I think it was very brave. And I think you opened a gate. So now there were seven girls in this competition. So she opened wide again. And I think she's very brave for that. Because and I'm what sure have you learned about easy. yourself, do you think? What, what, have you what, what have you surprised yourself with in this, in this whole journey? <coughs> I, like, yeah, when you just take the first step, I think that that was like what was really challenging for my mom. It, it was always, why are you doing this when none of the other girls, none of the Somali girls are like doing it? What, why, why can't you just like be like them? Why can't you just stay in your lane basically, right? Why are you always stepping out? And now I'm seeing like a lot of girls want to do that, you know, and, and just, being able to like, I don't mind taking the blame, you know, if it's gonna help their journey. Like this year, the community was so supportive. Looking into the audience, when I did the pageant, it was mostly negativity because my community didn't understand it. Non-Somalis, non-Muslims didn't understand it. And this year, those girls are being supported. You know, the community came and, you know, they understand it. So we all need those people to go and be the first. And yes, it's going to be a much harder, but it's going to be so much easier for the next wave of girls. Thanks for listening to the Business of Fashion podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and subscribe today. 
Don't forget to visit businessoffashion.com to learn more about BOF and everything that we do. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. Have you ever owned something that inspired you to up your game? For me, I got a chef-grade range recently, and now I'm cooking new things every single night. Seriously, no cuisine is off limits. The point is, when we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. I can picture myself with a car full of groceries, cruising down the highway, soaking up the sun with the available dynamic sky panorama glass roof. Ah, pure bliss. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.